It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. And welcome into the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. I will be going solo, Brady Beaton. No Dennis Stuckey today. Uh, hopefully planning on him being back tomorrow. We have a big slate of games tomorrow. But we had a uh, interesting couple days I was able to see I was at two different games Brown City Cross Lex a very very fun basketball game and Marine City and Yale was uh interesting in its own right and actually that game got started early and St. Clair New Haven got started a bit late so I was able to catch the end of the St. Clair and New Haven which was a really nice finish there as well I had some other girls scores for you so we'll take you through all that but first We need to take a break. You're listening to Tri-County Equipment. Get stuck on sports podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Buying or company, selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Grand Boulevard, Marysville. Give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863.
Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast. Brady with you going solo today. We'll start back on Monday with some boys basketball action. Brown City headed to Croslex. Croslex has been sporting now over a 1,000-day home winning streak. And this was everything I had hoped for in this game. Uh, Brown City came into this. Everyone knew Gaden Muxlow, Curtis Stanley. Their two go-to players, Croslex, had just obliterated their first two opponents. And, well, for a little bit, it looked like Croslex was going to take care of business. It took a little bit to get the scoring started. It didn't happen right away. It actually, I think it took about a minute and a half, two minutes to get our first bucket of the ball game. But Croslex started to get things going. They're up 15 to 10 after one. Trey Kolakovich started to get into some foul trouble that that kept him on the bench for most of the game. Second quarter, it was fairly even. It was 26-20 at the half. And a, a six-point lead, yes, is nice, but the last two games we were used to Croslex getting uh, having 25-point leads at this point in the game. Uh, for Brown City in the first half, it was very obvious that Gaden Muxlow was the, – the team was going to go as Muxlow went. And he was having a nice performance, but it wasn't until late in the third quarter – Brown City would would get it close, and then Croslex would do its thing. Brown City would get it close. I think they got it within one, and then Croslex would score. And Croslex didn't score in bunches, but they they had the big bucket when they needed to until at one point, Brown City went on a huge run, especially at the end of the third quarter. They hit a few big shots, and and after three, they were up 43-40, and Brown City had given up or had scored 23 points in that third quarter. And, folks, this was the most human that Croslex had looked all year, I know, or even since we've been doing this. Last year, yeah, they had the close game with Armada, but Armada was 
that was one of the better Armada teams that that school has ever seen. And their loss to Ferndale, it wasn't that they looked human. It looked like two Titans colliding in a quarterfinal game. But they just looked off. They couldn't hit their shots. Uh, Brown City was starting again. They got their lead up to five. I believe the lead at one point was 49-44, if, if memory serves correctly. And you're going, and this is a couple minutes into the fourth quarter, and you're going, oh, this might, like, Brown City might actually do this because it felt like one of those games where Brown City would get close and then they couldn't get over that hump. They got over the hump and they got a multiple possession lead. But Croslex does what the Pioneers do. It was a five-point lead, I believe, at 49-44. And then in probably under 30 seconds, layup, Inbound, steal from Croslex, another layup, inbound, another steal, layup, foul, and one for Donovan McDonald. He hit the and one free throw to go up 51-49, and Croslex wouldn't look back. They would outpace Brown City, but they ended up winning 63-55 to go to 3-0. and But at times, Gaden Muxlow, especially at the end of the third quarter and the start of the fourth, he was in takeover mode. Like You could tell he's like, I'm scoring, and there's you're going to have to put three guys on me, and that's what Croslex ended up really having to do. Anytime he touched the basketball, there were three guys surrounding him, and he, he ended up with 27 points, and a lot of that came in that run. But Croslex, like I mentioned, Trey Kolakovich got into foul trouble, and he was originally taxed with guarding Muxlow. He picked up two quick fouls. He picked up a third that, there were two guys that went up for a block, and I thought Kolakovich didn't get him. I thought they got the wrong guy, so he picked up a third. And then he picked up his fourth pretty quickly. I believe it was late third, early fourth quarter that he picked up his fourth foul. So he was on the bench for a significant portion, and that's the reigning BWAC Defensive Player of the Year. That's a kid that scored 20 points in their opener against Harbor Beach that was held to just three mainly because he wasn't on the floor and he couldn't score, but... As coaches will tell you, that's opportunity for someone else to step up. And Zach Kretsch stepped up in a huge, huge way. He ended up with 24 points for the Pioneers, including four three-pointers. And really was their calming force that when Brown City would start to really go after him and make a run, He'd hit a three. He'd get a layup. He would be the guy that, okay, all right, Zach scored, keeps this, keeps them at bay or keeps it close. And the other performer that he ended up with 17 points, but a lot of it was at free throws at the end, was Jake Townsend. Yeah, 17 points is a, is a nice performance, but, folks, I'm telling you, he I think he had nine steals in that game. He was just tipping balls away. He was electric defensively he had a few really nice assists he ended with 17 and mcdonald ended up with 13 for the pioneers they survive a scary brown city team who moves to zero and three but they've lost all three of their games by single digits they lost to laker i believe by eight i believe it was 50 to 42 they lost to almont by just a bucket and then and they had Croslex on the ropes until they were outscored 23-12 to in the final quarter in route to their third straight loss. But Brown City's going to be 
a contender in the GTC East. They, I mean, we saw Harbor Beach. They have some McGlinsky is a, is a nice player inside. The one thing that Brown City is, is missing, and maybe they have it, but it didn't show on Monday night, is they don't have a, a dead-eye shooter. They don't have a guy that they can kick the ball out to when – when Muxlow or Stanley's getting double or at times triple teamed and hit the three. They only made uh, a handful of threes. I think they made four on the night, and Stanley had two and Muxlow had one. So there was really no one for them to kick out to to really hit the three. Now, they have some nice players that can bring the ball up, handle the offense. Connor Cooper, Clint Ford, I thought both did a nice job in that role. Uh, but they just either they were off or they're not that dead eye shooter that Brown City needed because they're uh, in the third and fourth quarter. Any second thirteen touched the ball for Brown City. There were three white jerseys immediately around him, and he didn't have a kick out option. He didn't have anywhere to go to to just hit that big shot, and that's ultimately what co- cost them. So Brown City 0-3, Cross-Alex 3-0. They take on Algonac tomorrow, Thursday, looking to go to 4-0. And there was one other boys game on Monday, and that was Almont and Bad Axe. Almont dropped it at Bad Axe 61-56. Rich Rocky had 15 for the Raiders. But Monday, usually a quieter day, and uh, it, it showed. So <laughs> we'll go to Tuesday where we'll stay with boys. We'll go to girls in the next segment. But boys basketball, Yale at Marine City. Now, Marine City, they're 1-1. One one. They beat Clintondale. They lost by 20 to Richmond. And my feel going in, this was okay. Marine City, they're at home. Yale beat Marysville by 15 I think Yale's going to have the advantage. I just don't know where Marine City's going to score from. That was the concern for me, but Marine City played as good of a basketball game as I could have hoped for. They scored in droves, and Yale couldn't get anything going. It was 11-10 to 10 after one. You're like, all right, this is going to be a good ball game, and then Marine City put the clamps on and was filling the hoop. It was 28-19 at the second quarter, 44-23 at the third. By that point, it was over. They ended up winning at 64-39 behind 19 points from Wyatt Walker. And Wyatt Walker, he might not be the most basketball skilled. Like, there are guys that are just basketball players. But the way he scores is he's very scrappy defensively. It felt like 80% of the loose balls that were on the on the floor Wyatt Walker ended up with it, and a lot of the times it transitioned into points at the other end. He can shoot the three well enough that you have to respect it. He hit two threes uh, in the game against Yale, but just they, they play with this intensity, and for a team that really didn't have a preseason, I think they had four practices before they took on Richmond last week, so they're only in like week two, really, of having their full team together, and for context, most teams have practice starts mid-November, early mid-November, and the first games usually is until the first month of December. So you have two, three, sometimes four weeks before your first game. Marine City doing this on the fly and doing it in a big way. They sh- they shut down a lot of nice players. So Yale Ryan Monarch only had 10 points. Uh, Connor Jakubiak, who was handling the ball a lot for Yale, didn't score until the fourth quarter. He ended with five points. Uh, Dan O'Rell, 
for Yale, was scoring early but couldn't keep it going. He ended with nine. Uh, Marine City, though, very impressive, and they had a lot of other scoring. Their secondary scoring was very balanced. Ty Nelson had eight. Nolan Distelrath had eight. He's a nice player in the post, and Josh Vandeweyer hit two threes that went straight down the middle. It almost didn't even hit the net. It was that dead center. They, they, they got a lot of scoring from a lot of different places. Nine different Mariners scored. They're now 2-1, and one, and they have a matchup with St. Clair on the horizon, which St. Clair, uh, they got started a little later, and Yale Marine City got started like right, right at 7. So I was able to leave Marine City and hustle over to St. Clair and catch the fourth quarter of New Haven and St. Clair. And, and folks, I'll just tell you, this isn't a New Haven team like you remember in the past with, with Romeo Weems and Eric Williams. They're not quite that talented, but they're still a very talented New Haven team. They'll compete up. I believe they're in the Mac White. And I got there right as the third quarter ended. And St. Clair was down, I think, 10 at multiple points in the fourth quarter, including with like a minute 10 left in the game. And they were able to scratch and claw, get some steals, make some big shots, hit their free throws at times down the stretch to make it a three-point game and get the ball back. They had a shot left with five seconds left, and Lore had an all-right look at it and couldn't get, get it to go. So they ended up dropping it to New Haven 48-45. And these two teams match up tomorrow, which is Thursday. I'll hopefully be on the call for that one. And this is going to be interesting. This has been a game the last few years that has actually gone down to the wire every single time. This is the last three meetings. Back in 2018, St. Clair won by a point in overtime. 2019, Marine City won by a point. In overtime, they stopped a buzzer beater from St. Clair. And last year, Marine City won by a point. This has been a game, the last three games have been decided by a total of three points, and I really don't think much is going to change. St. Clair has is a lot better offensively. I know they're one and two. Their two losses are a, combi a combined six points to, I think, two teams that will end up winning more than they lose. They, they just can't get that consistent offensive scoring all the time. Defensively, they play hard, and they are stifling. They, they, they locked down Port here on high. They didn't really let them ever get going in their one win. But Marine City really impressed me. This is a school that basketball isn't always the first priority. And they had a lot of football players that had to make the quick transition from playing in a state title game to going to basketball season, and they looked like midseason form. They're just athletes, and they and they play really good defense. The St. Clair Marine City game might be a race to like forty-five points. I don't expect a, a high-scoring affair, even though Marine City put up sixty-four. I don't think St. Clair is really going to allow that. And if one team does blow out the other, I'll be surprised. I have a, a feeling this is going to be a game that comes down to the final shot uh, other boys scores just had one Cardinal Mooney got a bounce back win over Oakland Christian 48-34 and Oakland Christian I know not a lot of you might be uh, super familiar with uh, D4 basketball but 
Oakland Christian's supposed to be a uh, a good team, and they were, I believe, ranked in the top ten in Division Four uh, from the D zone. Uh, let me double check. Uh, let me find Oakland Christian for you real quick. But Mooney, a good team. Okay, they are thirteen, um, uh, with in, in the D zone rankings where Mooney was uh, all the way down 24. They're a really talented team. They had dropped one to Richmond. Richmond, I think, is a good team. Uh, the The Marine City loss to Richmond, I think is the hindsight is going to look very favorably on that. That was a Marine City team, as I mentioned, quick turnaround. I think they had four days of practice, went to Richmond and, and lost to a Richmond team that at the time I don't think we were giving enough due, but after both Dennis and I had both seen them, they have won us over in a big way. I think they're going to be the biggest threat to Croslex. Not that I would pick Richmond to beat them, but if I had to pick a team that I thought could, I think Richmond has the best chance right now to dethrone the Pioneers. But anyway, I got on a, on a tangent. Mooney, uh, they, they bounce back. They are now 2-1 uh, and one on the season. They got the win over uh, Oakland Christian. That's a nice win for them. Uh, they had a, a, a Luke Julio give them 13 points, Trent Rice with 10, and Dom Canavera dominated the glass with 11 boards. So that's it for boys' basketball action. And we'll take a break. When we come back, there's a lot of girls' scores to talk about. MLA City doing MLA City things. Uh, BWAC actually had a full slate of games, and we had some, uh, not a ton of games, but we had enough that we'll have stuff to talk about, and then later we'll talk a little hockey. Uh, I'll be at Northern versus Cranbrook. By the way, like I said, Dennis Stuckey's supposed to be back tomorrow, so he won't be broadcasting tonight. So unfortunately, I won't be able to go up to Marlette versus Cass City. I was excited to see a little GTC basketball action, a place we don't get to go too often but I'm going to stay go to McMorrin and see a little MAIHL hockey we'll talk about that probably in the third segment but right now we're going to take a break you're listening to the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast when you run with us on a Gator UTV the engine has your full attention the herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Located in Port Huron is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do part 
party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810 This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Magnet International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water Area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast. Brady Beaton with you riding solo today. Dennis hopefully back tomorrow and back on the show Friday. One real quick note, the rest of the week should be a fun one. Uh, actually, tonight, I like I mentioned, I'll have Hockey Northern host Cranbrook and MIHL action. And then tomorrow is probably the most jam-packed day of local sports and one of the days that we could have used a third person, one of the few times we have to omit a game we really, really would like to do. I will be at St. Clair Marine City, as I mentioned last segment. Dennis will have Northern 
at Port Huron High. But the games we'll have to miss is some local hockey action. Anchor Bay takes on Port Huron Northern and Marysville taking on Port Huron High. So Thursday, a really nice day in the area if you're a sports fan. There will be a lot to talk about on Friday's podcast. But right now, let's talk a little girls basketball action. Had some scores from the last couple nights. The BWAC really got it going last night. MLA City took it to Armada 47-29. And Armada has a couple nice young players. But MLA City, I think whenever we start to do our first top five or whatever rankings we decide to do this year, I believe we did a top five last year, is MLA City is probably going to be the team to dethrone. Uh, They were a quarterfinal team a year ago. Mary Langham scored 19. It's just hard to say anything, but MLA City is the top team until someone knocks them off. I don't believe they lost a BWAC game last year. Uh, They were district champs a couple years ago. This group for MLA City is special, and last year they lost a quarterfinal game that, frankly, Dennis and I both did that game, felt they could have won. Uh, they, they they win their BWAC opener to Armada decisively. I still think Armada is going to be a nice girls basketball team. I just don't know how, 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 how in contention they will be for the BWAC championship. And let's go to another BWAC girls score, Algonac goes to Cross-Lex and gets the win. This is an Algonac girls basketball program that had been struggling for a while last year, I believe. I know they lost a lot of time to COVID. Like, Algonac got hit with the COVID bug harder than anyone else. They just went 4-11 and a year ago. They lost to Cross-Lex twice. Um, it's a program that it's been struggling for a for a bit, but that's a nice opening win for the Algonac girls at Crosslex. Open your BWAC schedule with a win. Uh, they have another BWAC game on Friday against North Branch. Maybe build a little momentum if you're a Muskrat fan. If you're and if you're a pioneer, have to lick your wounds and and get back to it. But Algonac thirty to twenty six over Crosslex, a low scoring affair. But the Muskrats start off. 1-0 and in BWAC play. North Branch beat Almont 48-44. North Branch was the biggest contender to MLA City a year ago. I believe their only losses were, in fact, to MLA City. The North Branch moves to 2-1 and on the year. They've had three really close games. They beat Clio by three. They lose to Cass City by three. And then now they beat Almont by four. I don't know all what North Branch had coming back. I don't know what they are right now. But 2-1 start, you have to go to Algonac on Friday, a team that just got a win. I think you should be favored to win that game. You win that. Hey, you're feeling a little better about yourself. You're 3-1, 2-0 in BWAC play, headed in to the Christmas break. Not, Not the worst situation to be in if you are a... If you are a a Bronco fan. And as for Almont, a close loss um, at home. Almont, 1-4. They played a lot of games to start the season. They played some good teams, however. They lose to Cass City, the team that 
barely uh, beat North Branch. They lose to Lutheran North, and well, it's well documented what Lutheran North did in girls basketball last year, especially the teams from this area. They they blew out Dryden, and they've lost to Oakland Christian. They've lost to North Branch. So Almont struggling out of the gate, playing a lot of games out of the gate uh, here. They, they have Armada on the road on Friday before they take an extended break over the holiday season. At Armada, that, again, we talked about the Tigers' young team. They took one on the chin against MLA City. A lot of teams have taken one on the chin against MLA City. Yale beats Richmond 37-26. Richmond, they they. They got their first win. They snapped a very long losing streak back on Saturday against Cardinal Mooney. They have nice players. Again, I, I didn't think they'd compete for a BWAC title, but I think they'll win a, a, a respectable amount of games. That's a team that you have to show up for every night. They have a few really nice players, Coker, Toit, uh, among others. Hold on. Let me, let me pull up the score sheet from that Mooney game. And, uh, yeah, so... Toy, uh, uh, you had Halligan, I thought was a nice point guard. Bartles and Paxson did did a decent job in the post in the one game I saw them. That's a, a Richmond program much improved from a year ago. And the only other score we had in girls basketball action was Oakland Christian beat Mooney 52-12. to Mooney girls a bit down this year. So a little light on the basketball action. Ha- again, have some more for you coming the rest of the week as I mentioned tonight have hockey uh, northern at Cranbrook we'll talk about that in the next segment and then uh, Thursday St. Clair Marine City Port Huron Port Huron Northern and those two games are going to answer a lot of questions at least in boys basketball action Port Huron High is trying to find its identity I'd say they beat Anchor Bay at home to open the season and they lost at St. Clair Aubin Wallenfang has been a nice addition. Rosenau and, and Oriole are some nice players. Coronado can handle the ball for him. But Northern's going to have the best player on the court in Tyler Jamison. The question is, who in this supporting cast is going to step up and help him? This, that should be a very interesting game because Northern's played kind of a tough schedule to get started. They're 0-2, losses to Lance Cruz North and, and uh, Detroit Catholic Central. They get to play their rival on the road. That should be a fun one. And then, as I talked about, Marine City St. Clair as the other game. Uh, We'll take another break, and when we come back, we'll talk a little hockey for you. It should be another fun couple of days at McMoran Arena. You're listening to Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. Slip, squeak, or leak. Replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement 
into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, Neiman's during, Family and Market, after located the sale. In St. Clair is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open at 6 a.m. in St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball. Call 810-987-2185. Hey guys, Brady here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, having car North troubles? Days, Look no Richard further than Hats, Marysville Goodyear. Located Hats. at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Hello, Port Huron this Schools. is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast, wrapping up a solo show. Going to be a little shorter for today. I apologize for that, but hopefully Friday we have a jammed packed show as, well, we have some hockey action for you. Northern takes on Cranbrook, and this is a rematch of a game last year that Northern went down to Cranbrook and, and stole the game a year ago. Uh, they ended up be, being the D3 state champions. Uh, Cranbrook 6-1-1 and coming into this game. Hey, 
You you know they're going to be good. They have their own rank. It, it's it's another name. But but I think I mentioned this on Monday's show. They've proven that they can hang with them. They hung with Catholic Central outside of like three minutes of hockey. They hung with Brother Rice. Now put together that full game. Not saying you necessarily have to win, but play that full game to where maybe you're tied. Maybe you, t- you take it to overtime. You don't even get the win, but prove you can put together that, what is it, so 17-minute periods, it's that 51 minutes of hockey put together, take on Cranbrook, and really make a statement that, hey, yeah, we lost our two best players, but this isn't an aberration. We're here to play. We're going up in Division One. Yeah, Catholic Central's going to be the, the, the measuring stick. That It's not going to be Brother Rice this year for the team you have to get by if you want to make a deep run. It's going to be Catholic Central, and well, a team that won a state title a year ago, Cranbrook, sits in front of you. You have them in your own barn. See what you can do. Logan Sheffer has been nothing short of fantastic for Northern. Uh, they've gotten scoring by committee. They really don't have an overwhelming scorer, which has been nice for them. Has been uh, really nice as they they have uh, excuse me struggled a bit at times to beat the better teams, but hey, they take care of Bears. They got a really nice win against Plymouth. It's it's something we talk about in football with a divide between like the Mac Red and the rest. And, and I think in hockey, the top three or four teams, maybe not even that, maybe the top two teams in each division usually are the big divide because Northern consistently has been a top 10 team in whatever division they're in. They make it to the quarterfinal, the Elite Eight, every single year. And the, it, that's usually about where they bout. They've had a few semifinal runs. But the difference between being, hey, Northern's number 10, number 8, somewhere in there, and being that number 2, number 1, because that's usually who they've ran into. Again, Brother Rice, this year Catholic Central, they have to find that way to get over that last little hump because no one's argued that Northern hasn't been a very, very good program. Just they haven't been able to be that elite program that is making multiple trips to USA Hockey Arena, or whatever it's called now, um, in Plymouth, and take on play for state finals again a couple state semifinals appearances in the last decade or so but never able to get to that big one you're you're trying to get to that that big big boy table and they've been very very good for very long time now this cranbrook game hey i'll be on the call for this one let's let, let's see if it's surprise surprise them a little bit cranbrook their last game they beat novi seven to nothing i'm not really sure exactly what Novi is uh let's go through the rest of Cranbrook's schedule for you real quick their only loss is three to one to De La Salle uh they beat Orchard Lake St. Mary's they beat U of D Jesuit they tied with Gross Point South they've they've put up against some really talented teams and you know it's going to be a test so we'll, we'll see what they are tonight by the way that uh, Gross Point South team, the same one that Northern almost was able to knock off. They lost that 4-3 to in what was a very fun hockey game. Real quick, yesterday, Marysville 
They did play. They got the win over Wald Lake Western, four to three. It took a fourth or a third period goal to get the win. They move on. I believe that was their fourth straight win. They are seven and one. Yeah, seven and one now on the season. They have won four straight. So Marysville, their only loss has been to Northern. They're going to try to compete for a MAC title. They're in Division Two now with Northern out of the way. Hey could see the Vikings possibly in a quarterfinal, although I am a little disappointed to see that Northern and Marysville won't match up later in the season. So uh, not a whole lot of hockey talk. Again, it's been a little <laughs> bare going solo. It's, it's not as <laughs> easy to fill time with some things. I don't want to just repeat myself for the sake of having a longer show. But just as a reminder, we changed the schedules. Uh, apologies to Emily City and Armada. Uh, we were going to put Dennis at that game. He was unavailable. Uh, and then Marlette and Cass City. I was going to go up to that one. But I'm gonna. I'm calling the audible. Going to where Dennis would have been, Northern and Cranbrook, and tomorrow hopefully we're back to the full slate. Because as I mentioned, high and Northern take on in boys basketball, St. Clair Marine City in boys basketball. They should be back, and hopefully we have a lot to talk about with Dennis on the Friday show. That one should be jam packed. It's been weird because last year, and we talked to. I know I've said this before on the show, but last year it felt like. We had to make use of every single minute, every breath we took on this show in order to get us to fit everything in because the way it worked is, I mean, teams were playing three games a week. They'd have a game Monday or Tuesday, and then they'd have an off day. Then it would be Wednesday, Thursday, and then either Friday, Saturday. So we, we would have a full weekend slate of games. We would have sometimes both the boys and girls playing on the same night, and it was... It was hard to keep up where this year it's no normal and it feels like it's moving slow. I know Cross Lex, they play tomorrow on Thursday. They have the break until after Christmas, which will be about a two-week break. And it's got to be weird for some of these kids, especially the ones that last year was their first year on varsity. Now to have to go through the long grind, it's, it's a little different. Uh, you talk to coaches, you talk to players. Winter sports is always sometimes the most mentally challenging because you start practice, you start uh, conditioning in early November, and if you're a, if you're a good basketball team, you're not getting done till mid March. That's a five month span to be focused on one sport with breaks in between. So yeah, it's gonna be a fun one, but it's it's a long. It's a long season. So I'll, I'll wrap up this shorter show so I don't ramble on for too much longer. Again, reminder tonight, Northern Cranbrook on stream two puck drops at about 6 p.m. And tomorrow, stream one, Dennis will be at Port here on High when they take on the Huskies of Port here on Northern in a rivalry matchup. I will be at Marine City where Marine City and St. Clair will do battle. Hold on, let me double. I believe that game is at Marine City. Let me check real quick for you. This one, yes, at Marine City. Both those games tip at 7 p.m. And, yeah, should have a full show Friday. And thank you for for listening today. Um, I guess I should also remind you, oh, one last thing. I forgot to mention this in the intro. Shame on me. Uh, we're st I'm still having problems with the archive, and it's really annoying me, so... Give you a little behind the scenes if you're curious to why how this happens. So the the service we use to broadcast our games, they store a recording.
for us, and that's what we use to put up on our website. We take the file, put it up there. For some reason, the file has been cutting off short of just sometimes the file has been 20 seconds. Like the Brown City cross X game was 58 minutes long for a two-hour broadcast. I'm not happy about it either. I'm trying to figure out what it is. I've tried a couple different troubleshooting methods. It really doesn't make sense. It's the same thing that happened with Notre Dame Prep Marine City football. <clears throat> so uh, we're trying to get that fixed as soon as possible. So, again, apologies for that. But uh, once we get it fixed, we'll start uploading the games once again. It's uh, only something with my computer. So all of Dennis's games should remain to be archived. Still trying to figure out why mine is doing that. But that will do it for today's episode. We're back on Friday. Thank you for listening to me ramble for about 50 minutes now. And that'll do it. You've been listening to the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.